Wine educators frequently promise to demystify wine, to explain the inexplicable. Demystification seems to always be a well-intended mission, but there are other things to consider. A mystery is a hidden or secret thing. It arouses curiosity, suspense, or speculation. Mysteries tempt us into their lair. They seduce us like a novel we can't put down or a suspense movie that we never want to end. Welcome to Grape Encounters, where we confidently offer a wealth of insight and answers about wine and the lifestyle it engenders. But we also give you plenty to ponder, experience, and engage the imagination. So, while demystification certainly has its place, the real magic is in the mysteries, and they should be experienced, not explained. Don't worry, you'll learn plenty on this journey, but our paramount objective is to make sure you have an unforgettable grape encounter. Now it's time to raise your tray table to the upright and locked position. of all the things that come across my desk that I love to talk about, the number one thing is the ways in which wine is used to help people. Not just to help them feel good, but just to make life on this planet better. You know, I like to talk about a whole bunch of different wine-related events, charities, and fundraisers. But there's a new one, at least new to me, that came across my desk, and I was on it like white on rice because it was just such a, a great, great concept. And it is coming up on uh, Friday, May 21st. And it brings together a lot of hopefulness for Team Cancer America, Broadway, and great wine and great wine experts. And I have on this show somebody that I have wanted to talk to who is a, a very, very, very colorful figure in the wine world. And he's twice as Italian as I am. Back in 2019, he was nominated as the best wine director in America by Wine Enthusiast Magazine. And uh, by the way, the restaurant that he is wine director for, Rustic Canyon in Southern California, uh, has been ranked one of the top 100 wine bars in America, also by Wine Enthusiast. And I'm so pleased to have on today. Uh, his name is Ferdinando, but uh, he likes to go by Ferdy. Last name Mucharino. And Ferdy, welcome to Grape Encounters. David, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Now, you come to America from uh, the shores of Italy. You're a Naples boy, right? Uh, yes, I was born and raised in Naples, Italy. And, and at, at what age did you come to the U.S.? I, I was 25. 20, I was 25. And how was your English when you came here? Because your English is, is uh, you know, obviously, yeah, quite perfect. Just enough accent to make the girls look at you before they look at the rest of us. <laughs> um, 
my English was uh, was okay. It was decent. I learned from uh, watching cartoons and movies in English <laughs> back when I was home in Naples. And that's how I refined uh, my knowledge of English and kind of like got some of the cultural elements and the humor. Yes, I was watching The Simpsons in Italy. In, uh, in, in <laughs> Let's first just dive into what this event is because, you know, a lot of events this last year and, and they continue in this vein uh, have have to be or have been done virtually. Give us a shakedown on this event. Yes. So I'm very excited to talk to you about this event. So Wine Insiders is partnering with Teen Cancer America, and we're hosting this event that we call Uncorked with Broadway. Yeah. So this is going to be a virtual wine tasting and a musical showcase. So the, the organization, Teen Cancer America, was founded by musicians. So you have Roger Daltrey and Pete Townshend from The Who, and their mission is to improve the experience, outcomes, and survivals of teens and young adults. Um, the age range is 13 to 19, affected by cancer. And what they do is that they provide programs and specialized facilities in hospitals. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an awesome cause. Um, the way that um, our listeners can participate is to buy tickets for the event, which can be purchased on uh, their website and on their Instagram and Facebook at Teen Cancer America. Um, and this is going to be a great event. So for what concerns the show, you're going to have appearances from uh, Tony Award winners like Alfie Bo, Laura Benanti, uh, Laura Derfoss, uh, Megan Hilty, and veterans like Elaine Page. And then for my part, I'm going to present alongside fellow sommelier Chris Hall yeah. a selection of four wines out of the hundreds that we have on Wine Insiders that we have specially selected for this event. Uh, so we will be tasting a sparkling wine, a Blanc de Blanc. We have an awesome white a Picpoul de Pinet called Le Pied Maran. And then we'll taste side by side a light-bodied and a full-bodied red. We'll have a Pinot Noir from California, which is going to be a blend of Pinot sourced in different uh, climates of California. It's called George, Sell George Philip Sellers. Yeah. And then we have a red blend from the Rome Valley, from Costier de Nimes. Oh, beautiful. One of my favorites. So let me ask you a question. Let's let's uh, talk in more general terms for a second. You're a person who consults with people who have wine cellars, with restaurants. You have all of the wines of the world to choose from. And I was actually looking at some of the pairings that you've done in the past, and I was really, really pleased to see some varietals included in your pairings that are just kind of off the beaten path a bit. And it's one of the things that I keep encouraging people to do, which is to start trying wines that you haven't heard of. And I don't mean wines that you haven't heard of the make of the wine. I'm talking about you've never heard of the varietal. How do you narrow it down? I mean, what is the process when you have literally, you, there have got to be millions of wines to choose from. How do you boil it down? Well, I'm a big proponent of trying new wines. Try new wines and have an open mind. So every time I try something new, in my head, all I could think of is, oh, this will pair fantastic with this dish, or this would be a great wine for this kind of an occasion. Um, I like the history uh, behind the wine when it comes to, uh, you know, the grape itself, like historically how it came to be. I also like the stories about all the producers and all the, uh, you know, the winemakers and their labels and what they do. So should the, should the wine 
drive the meal or should the food drive the meal? I'm wine-centered. So I think of a wine that I'd like to drink or I'd like to offer to my guests and then I'll plan my meal around the wine. But I could see the other way around. When I uh, deal with a chef, chef usually brings up the menu and then I work the wines around the menu. But it works. It, it kind of works either way. So do you, do you ever way. go to the chef and say, hey, I want you to taste something. This is such an interesting wine. You got to come up with something to pair with this wine. Does that happen? It happened. It happens. It happens. It happened to me, particularly when I was working at Rusty Canyon. At first, I needed to gain my respect and trust by, you know, showcasing, okay, your dish that you just created Pairs amazing with this wine. And then once I, uh, you know, I gained some trust, I was able to just go up to the chef and be like, hey, taste this wine. Let's create a dish around this wine. Okay. Now we're going to have to take a break here in just a second, but I do want to ask you one question before we do that. What was the last glass of wine you had? So I, I just celebrated a big birthday. I was, I just turned 40 a um, few days ago. I, I've been collecting wines from my birth year. I will, I, I've been collecting 1981 wines from all over the world. And I was thinking to do 40 1981s for my 40th birthday. But then COVID <laughs> yeah. kind of delayed, delayed this plan. So my my birthday gatherings was gathering was a lot smaller. So I only had one or two bottles. But the one that made really the, the biggest impression of the night was a 1981 Taurasi, which is, you know, a wine from, you know, my land where, I, where, I'm, where I'm from and is made from Ayanico, which is a, a wine that my, my grandfather used to make for friends and family. Yeah. I, you, you said so many things there I'd like to react to, and we do have to take a, a break. Uh, we're talking today about a benefit called Uncorked with Broadway. Some of the absolute biggest names on Broadway are going to come together in a virtual performance where literally you can get as close to them as as face-to-face, and you can taste some amazing wines. They'll be sent to your house you will be benefiting a Teen Cancer America. I can't overstate how important this cause is. And it's such a great example of what the wine industry does every day of the year to help people who really need that help. So we'll be back with uh, Freddy Mucharino in just a second when we return with Grape Encounters Radio. Twelve hand-picked wines for as low as $59? Well, why not? Uncork Adventure with a Total Wine membership. Get two wines a month for a one-time fee. Their friendly experts pick wines that wow. They are guides on your expedition to uncover gems that'll make your taste buds snap to attention. So what'll it be? All reds? Only whites? Or do you want to throw sparkling and rosé into the mix? Just pick a plan that's right for you. Go to membership.totalwine.com. Oh, and cheers. If you're a frequent Grape Encounters radio listener, you know that our show is all about inclusiveness. For far too long, wine consumers have felt left out, simply because a small minority of well, let's call them out, wine snobs have dominated the conversation. For 12 years, it's been my mission to give you, the wine enthusiasts that just want to have fun, a front row seat to everything that's cool about wine. And while we have a very intimate thing going on here, I've been thinking that we can take things where no radio or TV program has gone before. 
And so beginning next week, I'm inviting you and your friends to get together with me for a private online party. This isn't a big streaming free-for-all event. It's you, me, and your guests. You decide what you want to talk about, we'll set a time, then it's party time. So email me using the contact form at GrapeEncounters.com. Tell me a little bit about how we can make this fun for you, and I'll respond to as many requests as I can. Just drop me a note at GrapeEncounters.com. tell you what one of the best things about my life is that I grew up at least half Italian and we had so many things that we did on the Italian side my mother's side that I just have have really made my life so much better and so much more interesting you know every time that we went to my grandparents house there were these smells that just, you, I can still remember the smells. I can recreate them in my mind. And people get grossed out when I say this, but I, there is this the smell that includes my grandmother browning garlic, the pasta sauce simmering on the stove, but it all came together in this really interesting smell that, you know, every time I think about that, I also think about great food, great pastas, all kinds of interesting things. Well, I've got myself a pure unadulterated Italian with me today. It is uh, Ferdi Mucciarino, and he is um, is teaming up with all kinds of great wine people, Broadway people, and they are doing an event on Friday, May 21st that you can be a part of, and I think you should. To me, this may be the coolest benefit that I have seen in forever because of your ability to get really close to performers and taste some really amazing wines all from the comfort of your own home. Although I I wish I was at uh, Ferdy's house right now. Ferdy, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for doing this, by the way, for uh, Teen Cancer America. It is an honor for me to be uh, working with an association like Teen Cancer America. You know, doing doing charity work for such a great organization and having the chance to showcase some amazing wines and talk about wines, it's it's an honor and a privilege. There are those situations where there's a real twist to it. And this certainly is a great twist. And I don't know, have you done anything with Broadway up to this point? Or is this your first Broadway event? It's the first time and I'm excited. Excited. I'm a, I love, I love live shows. I love Broadway. And, you know, the Broadway has been affected by the pandemic. So we're bringing it to your living room. So nothing more exciting. We're bringing Broadway and great wine. So one more reason, one more reason to join and to uh, open your hearts and wallets to this uh, charity event. Last year, I met a young woman who is a principal cast member in the uh, Broadway production of Wicked. And she has since moved out here because the show has been closed for a year. And it just is so amazing to me that, you know, instead of, you know, people, you know, bemoaning the fact that they can't do the thing that they love, so many of these people, and in her case, it is true, are instead doing great things for the world. And, you know, if you can't sing on the on the big stage, you can, you know, sing in front of a camera, 
to people who are really going to appreciate it and not be able to see you uh, up that close under normal circumstances. I'm really excited about that. Now, you come from a country, Ferdy, that is very much in love with stage performances, the opera. Did you listen to the opera, go to the opera as a kid? I, I would have loved to, but it's not it's not something that kids are really into. And I left when I was 25, so I wasn't at the age of appreciating opera. But now I would love to. Can you sing a little opera for us? Oh, sole mio. That is beautiful. All right, tell me the best part of your job. Um, the best part of my job right now is that I'm I'm able to still be a sommelier and uh, expand that role to you know to the online community. I'm I'm able to offer my services as a sommelier to the you know to everybody's living room, and I'm able to reach to reach different audiences. And it's giving me an opportunity to expand my knowledge, to, uh, you know, outside the world of a restaurant setting. Okay, so the concept of a sommelier uh, 20 years ago yes. is way different than what psalms are today. And, you know, the sommeliers of yesteryear of our parents' generation were stuffy, snobby, and now to be a psalm is to be cool, right? And so what was it that motivated you in that direction? Uh, no, I've, I mean, I've been involved in wine ever since I was a kid. As I was saying before, my... Uh, my grandfather used to make wine for friends and family. For me, it didn't even, it didn't start until I came to the States. So in really? 2011 is when I started, um, you know, getting involved in wines from all over the world. I started working in restaurants. Like my first serious wine job was at A16 in San Francisco. Yeah, great restaurant. I, and it was, for me, it was like the Mecca because it was all about Southern Italian wines. It was, you know, it made me feel like right at home from the beginning and we ended up winning a James Beard Award for the best wine program in the country that year. And that's all thanks to uh, uh, Shelly Lindgren, who was one of the best wine director I ever worked with. Um, being a psalm to me was more about sharing this beautiful thing that wine is, like sharing wine yeah. stories and, and my knowledge and kind of bridge that gap. Because I know that, um, you know, one thing that I love about what I do is that I understand that when people come to a restaurant or looks through a wine catalog, it could be intimidating. You just, you know, there's names in foreign languages and obscure terms. And people like me, we are there to facilitate that. We are there to guide you through those big books and those names and to tell you like, oh, this wine would be great with your dinner or, you know, this one is appropriate for your uh, celebration. So we're in a period of time right now where a lot of people have been out of work because of COVID. Uh, a lot of people are on really tight budgets. We're just starting to get back into restaurants a bit. And, you know, it's a time certainly where a lot of people are going to have to be very careful about their spending, but still want to enjoy the finer things in life. What is your advice to somebody who's on a really, really tight budget, but still wants to go and drink some great wine at a nice restaurant? I'd say you have two options. Be honest and upfront to your sommelier. I like to work around budgets. So if you if you come to me and you say, Ferdy, I only have $30 to spend. How can we make this an epic wine pairing event? Or how can, we, how can, how can I maximize this budget? Then I'll work with you. And I'm sure that just like me, there's so many sommeliers out there that are willing to work with you um, on you know, maximizing. 
But another option for you is to go to a wine shop and select your favorite bottle that you're familiar with, one of your comfort wines or something that you want to try, and then ask your restaurant about their corkage policy Yeah. and bring a corkage. Uh, but on that note, I'm going to give you one tip that What's is that? crucial. Offer your server Always. or your sommelier a taste of your corkage bottle. Hey, listen, we're going to have to take a break uh, for just a moment here. I, I wish I had all day to talk to you because this is just so much fun. And I, I got to ask you the difference between the attitudes of Italian wine drinkers and California wine drinkers, or I should say American wine drinkers because things have changed on both sides of the world and it would be interesting to get your perspective. We're talking to uh, Ferdi Mucciarino and uh, he is going to be one of the superstars at this event that is going to be taking place a little later on in the year where we can combine great wines, great performances by the greatest stars of Broadway right there like in front of you and the the, the wine is not virtual wine folks it's the real deal sitting in your glass on your table as you get as close as you're ever going to get in most cases to the best and finest performers in the world so you really really want to get involved in this event if you can do it you just have to order your wine by uh, Tuesday, May 18th, and um, you're going to be in like Flynn, as they say. We'll be back with more Grape Encounters in just a second. In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, Her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Caria into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, walnuts and wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com. Fling into spring at Total Wine & More, where fresh flavors are in full bloom. We're talking Rieslings and Rain Boots, Bubbly and Brunch, Pinot on the porch, anyone? No matter what's on your table, we have the wine and the savings to go with your menu. Sauvignon Blanc plays nicely with smoked salmon. Bacon practically begs for Chardonnay. And which rosé are you feeling today? We surely have a shade to match. Brighten up your glass with fresh cocktails. Rosé Prosecco makes for a beautiful twist on a mojito. Or mix up your sangria with a spritz of berry seltzer. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected. Always at the best prices in town, with the best service in America. What'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on GrapeEncounters.com. 
Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. You know, it's really funny how the world works. Uh, People here in America that are really, really wanting to dive deep into wine, they might be inclined to go spend a summer or maybe a year or maybe even longer in a place like Italy. You know, who would have thunk that the young guy in Italy might want to do exactly the same except go from Italy and spend some time in America where... Arguably, we make some of the best wine in the world, and I am uh, so happy to have one such person on who uh, he came here at the age of 25, I think it was, and he just Mm -hmm. had his 40th birthday, and he is uh, Ferdi Mucciarino, and Ferdi, we were talking uh, when we went to the break about, uh, you know, how perspectives differ between the U.S. and uh, we'll we'll certainly talk about um, Italy, but you know it's it may be a little bit different in a place like France as well than the United States. What's your perspective on this? Well, I think it, it is a different approach on wine for sure. So I lived in Italy for 25 years, and I was so close to Germany, France, and all these countries in Europe where they make amazing wines. But I had my first taste, believe it or not. I had my first taste of French wine here in America. I waited 25 years to have my first taste of Burgundy. And I was literally, you know, an hour and a half plane ride away from, from Burgundy. Yeah. And uh, and that's because in Italy, we, we, we tend to stick to our own regional wines. Versus here in the U.S., we're much more exposed to wines from all over the world beside our own amazing wines, because we do have amazing wines here in the U.S., but we're also exposed to wines from all over the world. I would say that the average American wine drinker knows a lot more about different grape varietals and different styles and different region, regions than the average Italian wine drinker. You know, especially, for example, in Southern Italy, where I'm from, we rarely buy a bottle of wine, like in a bottle itself with the cork. We buy our wines from our fruttivendolo, which is the local fruit and vegetable shop owner who makes uh, his or her own wine and sells it to you in a five liter, 10 liter damijon. And you you, you keep that outside your uh outside your balcony and you pour yourself a carafe ready for lunch or dinner. Another thing that's different about us and the U.S., at home especially, we don't use stemware. We use regular, regular you know, glasses, regular, right? Yes. Regular drinking glasses, yes. So that, that was another thing that I, I had the pleasure of discovering here. Like, we don't really drink wines out of stemware. We don't twirl it. We don't, uh, we don't smell it. Like, you know, the average American drinker here is more familiar with, you know, being their own psalms in their own way. They smell the wine and they look at the color. In Italy, we just drink it. And we don't, we don't get into depths of understanding, like, oh, this is a Barbera or it's an Ayanico. It's... Or it's Nebbiolo, like we, we just call it red, white, where it comes from in terms of like which fruit shop owner sell, sold it to us. And that's it. I, I think that's one of the great misconceptions uh, in the wine world is that the stuffiness probably came from France or perhaps Italy, when in fact, a lot of the pretension came from 
the U.S. And, you know, it's it's really interesting if you get a chance to go to, for instance, a place like Bordeaux uh, or Tuscany in, in, in Italy, you will find the people there to be so incredibly down to earth. They're just families, nice, wonderful people mm-hmm. that make wonderful wines. Yeah, there are the big houses that do make, uh, you know, very expensive wines that are not approachable for a lot of people because of the cost. But in reality, most of the wine is made by, you know, very humble people that are not getting rich off the wine. Isn't that so? Yes, I I couldn't agree more. It's made, it's a fruit of love and labor of a simple person. It's not, sometimes the the major uh, power behind making wine there is not profit. It's just the, the, you know, the will of wanting to express their artistic vision of wine. Yeah, I think there's a lot. There's a lot that we Americans uh, can learn from different parts of Europe. Uh, you know, for instance, in places like Moldova or uh, Georgia uh, in Eastern Europe, you'll find that just about every house there's a wine cellar, and it's not because they're snobby and they're collecting wine because it's important to life. It stimulates conversation. It brings families together. You know, the idea of everybody having a wine cellar—it's amazing. I was reading about the wine windows and how hundreds of years ago, there were just these windows that you could walk up to and you could buy a glass of wine and they just hand you a glass of wine through the window. I guess maybe you hand them a a vessel to put the wine in. And apparently those very ancient windows are being revitalized and brought back to life. Have you seen much about that or experienced that yet? I I personally never experienced that, uh, but that is a, it's a, a magical thing and it used to it made Chianti and the wines of Tuscany what they are uh what they are nowadays it was the popularization of Tuscan wines they used to, that's one thing that used to happen a lot in the Renaissance to have these wine windows and I feel like right now um you know because of COVID because of the need yeah. of having contactless interactions I feel like that's coming back and I hope it stays because the concept was uh that, Beautiful. That, that's exactly why it is making a huge comeback right now. At least that's what I've read. And it's it's so much fun. And, you know, you think about a place uh, like New Orleans where the party's going on practically 24 hours a day and you walk down the street and there'll be a window there and you can buy your hurricane in that particular case or some sort of <laughs> some sort of a mixed drink. And you walk you walk around with beads on and, and a, a great big a ridiculous uh, vessel that you're drinking the drink out of. But I think this is... Is the Italian version of that. I feel like Americans in general have a, a fascination with Italy, you know, concepts and ideas. La bella vita is what they call it. Yeah. So they want to know about what we do and how we, you know, how we drink wine and what we drink wine with. They always want to know the correct pronunciation of a great varietal of a producer. So they always want to talk about Barolo and Barbaresco and Toscana. You get that a lot when you're a foreigner. Yeah. We're going to come back in just a second. We've got just a few more minutes to spend with you, but I really want to encourage you if you're listening, um, if you're going to stay with us for the next few minutes, you know, grab a pen or something to write something down on. The event uh, is coming up here on um, Friday, May 21st, and it benefits uh, the Teen Cancer America, which, by the way, has 42 hospital partners across the country. They've raised over $20 million for teens and young adults 
adults with cancer. Uh, they've reached over 16,500 teens and young adults uh, with their units and programs, and over 66,000 of those young people's family members in addition to the, the kids that they're helping. So it's just an amazing cause doing amazing things. And by the way, uh, it was founded by um, the Who's Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend. So um, that's not opera, but of course, Tommy was the greatest rock opera of all time. So let's not forget that. But the people that will be performing at this benefit are the biggest names uh, Tony Award winners, Tony uh, nominated winners, people from the biggest plays on Broadway. Here's an opportunity to get access to these great performers that you wouldn't uh, otherwise have the opportunity to have access to. And you're going to be drinking great wine. And your journey through all of these wines is going to be guided by our very special guest. His name is Ferdinando, but... They call him Ferdy. It's very casual for a very elegant guy. And uh, Ferdy Mucciarino is with me for just a moment longer. And we'll be back with more Grape Encounters right after this. Even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, it takes nearly superhuman powers to keep up with the folks at Total Wine & More. I remember the first time I ever set foot in a Total Wine & More store. My jaw literally dropped to the floor as I tried to comprehend the astonishing wine, spirit, and beer offerings that were suddenly at my fingertips, wonderfully organized for super easy navigation. How do they pull off such an amazing feat? Well, it all comes down to an incomparable team of experts that constantly searches every corner of the world for amazing products priced so you can enjoy them on any occasion. Total Wine doesn't just sell the same old, same old. They're always busy forging relationships with outstanding producers on every continent so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible savings. New discoveries, must-have favorites, and more than 8,000 wine choices that you can even explore from home on your laptop or phone. Explore Total Wine in whatever manner suits you best, in person or if you've come to enjoy that curbside experience, you can order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your wine in the store or just outside if a contactless experience is your preference. And make sure to check for special opportunities that are always plentiful at TotalWine.com. There are always plenty of reasons to get excited about your next Total Wine experience. We like to talk about wine. Words can be very confusing. When you're crazy, people say that you're nuts. But what if you're crazy about nuts? Well, that doesn't mean that you should be sent to the funny farm. It means that you should be sent to the farm of MM Organics, the producers of organic heirloom walnuts and walnut products that are so incomparably unique and delicious, other nuts will be reduced to wallflowers. Whoops, there we go with those crazy meanings of words again. After all, if being a wallflower means disappearing into the background, then why does being a walnut from MM Organics mean standing out from the rest? Confused? Well, you won't be when you discover the glorious deliciousness of walnut halves, baking pieces, fair trade chocolate covered walnuts, and other scrumptious walnut products from MM Organics. Learn more and order yours at mmorganics.com, where you'll also find our utterly irresistible two-horse Portuguese dessert wine that everyone goes nuts for. Get crazy at mmorganics.com. 
fling into spring at Total Wine & More, where fresh flavors are in full bloom. We're talking Rieslings and Rain Boots, Bubbly and Brunch. Pinot on the porch, anyone? No matter what's on your table, we have the wine and the savings to go with your menu. Sauvignon Blanc plays nicely with smoked salmon. Bacon practically begs for Chardonnay. And which rosé are you feeling today? We surely have a shade to match. Brighten up your glass with fresh cocktails. Rosé Prosecco makes for a beautiful twist on a mojito. Or mix up your sangria with a spritz of berry seltzer. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected. Always at the best prices in town with the best service in America. What'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com. Encounters Radio, and I have already decided what I'm going to do when the COVID lockdown is completely behind us. I am going to I'm going to make a stop in Los Angeles, California. I'm going to pick up uh, Ferdi Mucharino, and then we're going to head to LAX. We're going to go to the Tom Bradley Terminal, and I'm going to drag him to Italy, and he's going to just uh, show me around a little bit. Because I can't think of a better way to experience Italy than to experience it with a a true 100% Italian sommelier. Freddie, I'm so glad to have you on. It's so fun to have you here. And, you know, what a delight you are and how lucky people are to be able to work with you and, and have you serve them in restaurants. And I can tell you love what you do. Well, thank you very much for saying that, Dave. And I'm so excited about our plan you didn't so, know. You didn't know until I told you, right? I, but I'm all about it, and I can't wait to do it. What we're going to do is that we're going to smuggle some suitcase wine from California. Okay. Once we arrive, we're going to trade wines with the oh, Italians. Oh, what a great idea! Is so it, it, we get we bring the best from here. We'll get the best from there. Really? Now let me ask you this. And I'll be there. And I'll be your cicerone there and trans and I'll be translating and showing you around but i'm sure that the first stop is going to have to be in naples so that my mother could cook us some a meal worth of a king i got a funny feeling that if we stop and eat uh, with your mother that i may never want to leave your mother <laughs> it's because oh my gosh that sounds so that sounds so wonderful now you're that's the the amalfi coast right i'm very near the amalfi coast yes we'll, we'll be 20 minutes away from that drive i'd love i love that and i i got to spend um, a week out on capri uh some years ago but what a wonderful place and then of course you know tuscany is about one of my favorite places on earth what what other places in italy that are not necessarily the the better known uh destinations would you recommend somebody going to italy visit i'm so glad you asked that question um so you know being from the south and being a lover of southern italian wines and places um Sicily is one of my favorite places on earth. Sicilian. I'm Sicilian. Uh, that, uh, beautiful. Siciliano. That includes, and that includes the wines, the food. People in Sicily are just, you know, warming, great people to hang out with. They're always so uh, open to show you around, yeah. show you a good time and tell you all about their little towns and places. So I love Sicily. 
Calabria, which yes. is the, uh, I will say that's the heel of the boot, um, is an up-and-coming wine region of Italy. They've been, you know, although they've been making wines there since Greek time, we're talking, you know, you know, at six, 600 BC is when they started making yeah. wines in Calabria, but they are now finally getting a window to the world exporting some of their wine. Yeah. So for all you out there, you know, Calabrian reds and whites are now to me like some of the most interesting new wines that are coming out. And the and the food from there is just astounding. From Calabria? Yes. Some of the best spicy food you'll ever experience. Yeah. Some of their their chilies are legendary. Really? The chilies? Calabrian chilies, yes. They put them on everything. Not on my radar, so that's something I definitely got to take a look at. But we've just got literally a couple minutes left, so I just want to once again invite people to this amazing, amazing event that's going to be taking place. And look, I don't get anything for pitching something like this. I do it because... When I see something that I think is really, really special, I have to tell my audience, and this is just like one of the most incredible opportunities for you. It's uh, going to be coming up uh, just in a couple of weeks, and I think you got to get your order in by the 18th of May, if I'm not mistaken, and they'll get the wines out to you. How do people connect with this? How do you sign up with this event, which is Broadway Uncorked? You can go You can go on their website on Teen Cancer America's website okay. or on Instagram at Teen Cancer America or Facebook as well. Buy the tickets there. So I think if you just Google Teen Cancer America, I Googled actually earlier in the week, uh, Broadway Uncorked, and the, the number of people that are going to be performing is just astounding. It's, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of music. It's going to be very generous. And the wines, how many wines will they get the opportunity to taste? There's going to be four. Four wines is what we're tasting at the event, but there's several levels of packages. You could buy a four-pack, an eight-pack, a 12-pack, a six-pack. There's going to be some great, great wines there. And then your counterpart that's going to be there joining you, just to put in a plug for him. For uh, for Chris. Yeah. Great, great sommelier. I'm excited for you to hear his uh, opinions and his tasting notes in this wine. He's great at finding the best uh, nuances out of each glass of wine. So it's, it's going to be fun. And you'll be supporting a great cause. So please join us, buy tickets. I'm excited to see you guys there. Yeah, and there's even going to be Q&As, which is really an amazing feature of this event. There's even an after party. So just, you know, check it out, you know, find it online, get involved. And by the way, write me at david at grapeencounters.com and tell me how you enjoyed it, okay? I'm going to make sure that we mention it um, in, the, in the next uh, week as well to remind you. But I sure appreciate um, you indulging me to tell you a bit about this uh, very, very important event. And I am so glad, Ferdy, to have had a chance to introduce you to my audience because you need to be a permanent fixture here. My it Italian brother. Uh, mio fratello italiano. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here with you. And thank you all for listening. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for Grape Encounters today. I am going to now uh, say goodbye. I'm going into the bathroom. I'm going to stand in front of the mirror. And I'm going to just try to be a little bit more Italian because I know that my life will be better if I can accomplish that. Thanks for being with us today, everybody. We will be back here next week at this very same time. And you will notice when we come back, I will have a bit of an accent to share with you. We'll see you then. 
This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine and More. When Total Wine and More challenged themselves to keep more than 8,000 wines on hand, they pioneered a consumer experience that 99.999% of the population would have thought was impossible. It was an undertaking that I still can't totally get my arms around today. But I've spent many hours of my personal time being that adult kid in a candy store, using my mouse to learn about their extremely affordable top 20 wines of the year, or learning eye-opening details about the iconic winemakers behind Total Wine's Legends of Wine collection. TotalWine.com is an online resource so rich with content, it's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at the same time next week for another Grape Encounter. Thank you.